0: I'm delighted to be rejoined by the president of Wyndham and Bacchus Hospitals, part of Hartford HealthCare. Donna Hanley is here today to give us an update on a lot of things, including the vaccine, including what's going on with the pandemic and maybe a little light at the end of the tunnel. Donna, good morning. Thanks for joining us again today. And for starters, uh, just give an update on, on where things stand as far as your COVID census now at Wyndham and for that matter, Bacchus Hospitals as well.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Wayne. It's great to talk to you on this very cold, chilly day. I love your um, optimism. I share the same optimism that we're beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, the um prevalence in our communities really is coming down. At Wyndham today, it's it's just slightly over 7%. Uh, we have only seven COVID patients at Wyndham Hospital with one under investigation, really down from you know, very high numbers close to twenty. And the back is, you know, we've been hovering either side of twenty when, you know, last month we were, you know, up up in the fifties. So you know, we are starting to see the prevalence come down. As we see vaccinations rise, we are all very optimistic.
0: You said one under investigation. I've seen that on some of the state websites that they have confirmed cases and others they're still looking at. Does that mean they have symptoms, but they're still the jury is still out on whether or not they're actually a person that's contracted COVID nineteen?
1: That's exactly right. From my from our perspective at the hospitals, every patient that comes into the emergency department. You know, they're assessed and evaluated. Every patient coming into the hospital gets what we call a surveillance test. So if they have no symptoms, it's called a surveillance test. If we, if they display any symptoms that could be COVID related, we put them under investigation. We, you know, give them, um, put them in isolation and treat them like they're positive until they're negative, really out of an abundance of caution to keep everybody's safe. This
0: is all about safety. Let's talk about the drive-through testing locations. used to have it at Wyndham up on Mansfield Avenue, and that got moved a month or two ago out to Recreation Park, where sometimes it's going on seven days a week. Does that move allow you to A, do more testing, and B, get people in and out faster?
1: Absolutely yeah you know, we um when we started the director testing at Wyndham, it was Monday through Friday, four hours a day. We actually started with just several times a week, and as the demand and the need increased, we worked with you know town officials um you know Jim rivers and Leslie o'brien um and moved the testing site to recreation park and expanded it to eight hours a day, seven days a week and as of yesterday. Um, all of all of our drive-through testing at Wyndham, we tested 35,151 um, community members at the drive-through testing at Arms um, through Wyndham Hospital
0: the state infection rate has been hovering between three and four percent over the last week. The one they released yesterday was 3.8 percent. Can you give an estimation on what our infection rate is here both at Wyndham and Bacchus hospitals? Are we in line with the state numbers? Are we higher? Are we lower?
1: No, so we're higher. Right now and we, we I have um, more specific numbers. I get numbers every single day. So in Willimantic. It's 7.95%, and Norwich is 10.54%. So these change really daily. You know, we look at the latest testing numbers. You know, we look at um, the positivity rate. So, But but these numbers are coming down. You know, there was a time, you know, um, is the east region, you know, southeast Connecticut really led the surge back in October with those numbers and percentages were much higher. So but they are coming down, and coming down fairly rapidly, which is a good sign for all of us.
0: And can you just give a personal observation on what you may have seen or may have heard of some of the people that have it that are not in very good shape? I mean, there are some people, I know a few people, who've got it, had minor symptoms, had to be isolated for a couple of weeks, and they got back into civilization. But that's not the story with all of them, and I'm I'm assuming you've got some stories of of examples of why you don't want this.
1: Oh, absolutely, Wayne. Thank you for asking that question. You know, COVID does impact every person differently, and it has you know, everything to do with you know many factors. As there are risk factors, you know, um, so, you know, we know that higher risk is you know increases with age and decade of life. You know, originally and initially, the most devastating impact was on those you know over 80. And we track this by age. Um, 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 those members, those. You know, all of us with heart disease, lung disease, um, you know, obesity, all put um, individuals at higher risk for, um, you know, a more devastating um, course of the disease. But, you know, know, I heard on the news this morning we had a young 22-year-old student from the University of New Haven, so it's unpredictable. Um, and to your point, some people have flu, they stay home, they never come to the hospital, they manage, they get tested, they're positive, we're very clear about how to manage those symptoms. So the continuum of this, you know, of side effects from the disease are so wide-ranging. So at all costs, you want to prevent, you know, acquiring that disease by wearing your mask, social distancing, being very thoughtful and careful about how to protect yourself and others um, because it's just not you, you can you, you, every individual is different.
0: And one example is my San Diego family where they got exposed they all got it three of them had kind of minor cases although there was the loss of taste and smell which is a bigger deal than you might think if you didn't have that but my healthy and 18-year-old niece has been really devastated by this. She's a world champion athlete, so she didn't have any of these comorbidities other people have. She has COVID POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Resting heart rate is about 140. She faints four or five times a day. So it's not just people that have other conditions. Anybody can be affected by this.
1: It is absolutely correct, Wayne. It's interesting, you know, I had the good fortune of being invited to sit on Wyndham's um, Task Force for Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect, and we had a, with Katina Cabano and then two weeks ago, we had our our meeting, and there was a conversation about the lingering and long-lasting side effects of COVID, which are unpredictable. And I'm working with Katina, where I'm going to bring one of our Hartford healthcare Care experts to do a call-in Zoom meeting for the community to really address questions about side effects and symptoms. And then a second Zoom call to just talk about vaccination, dispel myths, and really answer those questions that are very individual and personal because um, everybody's experience with this disease is, is really quite different, as you've described.
0: Well, one way to beat it is by getting the vaccines. Bacchus has been doing it. Wyndham Hospital is doing it. Donna, explain how Wyndham Hospital is distributing the COVID vaccine.
1: So we, of course, follow the CDC and states you know, CDC guidelines and initially we phase one A were all our healthcare workers on the front line, you know, caring for the community and for patients with and without COVID. So that included our first responders and police and fire. So we um, vaccinated at one of 819 offered healthcare employees, which included Matchog. Um, and as the state has started opening up and, um, the 75 and older. So we're now, as of yesterday, have, um, administered over, um, 2000. It's actually 2,280 doses of vaccine, both first and second dosages to those 75 and older. And as you've heard, um, it's really great news and very exciting. You know, 65 and older, um, that begins tomorrow. Now we're challenged really by availability of the vaccine. We have been we've been building and gearing up, knowing how important it is to vaccinate the community. We're looking at megasites. How can we expand our capability? Hiring staff who can augment our own clinical staff and administrative staff to get as many people vaccinated, you know, as possible. The limit still is the, you know, the vaccine. We are built. We built uh, with this incredible support from Hartford Healthcare, and barely driven there. The ability across our system to vaccinate about 5,000 community members a day. And we are, next week our allotment is 4,000 doses for the whole system for the whole week. So we're prepared and ready as we get more doses of vaccine to. Open up more slots and more appointments. I was at the clinic at Wyndham um, last week and chatting with some of you know our you know senior citizens over seventy five who were there for the vaccine and really anxious to get the vaccine. I get calls and emails and texts every day because so you know, of all ages people who really want to get the vaccine who really understand the science. And believe that you'll get ready, willing, and able. So we're ready to give that vaccine as soon as we can get um, more doses.
0: Matter of fact, you toured the Wyndham Hospital Vaccine Clinic on Friday with the Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewicz. Recap that day for me.
1: So it was great. You know, Lieutenant Bicewicz came, and our Mayor Tom De vivo came, and State Representative uh, Susan Johnson joined us. And it was great to be able to show how effective, you know, the flow is, you know, um, how patients are brought in. And, you know, we keep every person, I, you can tell I'm not a healthcare worker, right? I refer to our visitors, our vaccine recipients as patients. Um, and then we have everybody wait 15 to 30 minutes um, to make sure that there are no um Side effects or symptoms. It's, you know, we've been tracking it across our system, and we've done, you know, really very very well. We've had um, uh, some, you know, recipients have side effects, non-severe. We did have one person across the system in Hartford who did have a severe reaction. Was not at a Hartford Healthcare site, but was admitted to Hartford um, Hospital and has done very well and is back home again. So we tracked that very, very carefully. But we've had incredibly, you know, good results at Wyndham.
0: Is Wyndham giving Pfizer or Moderna vaccine or C, all of the above?
1: So it's very interesting. Initially we were giving both. Whatever we got we were prepared to administer. We were able to acquire um, one of the sub you know, the very um specialized freezers for storing Pfizer and because they're not widely available to health districts and um, other agencies who are um, administering the vaccine, hospitals who have in healthcare systems who have the freezers will be getting more Pfizer. But I personally got Moderna, so we've had both and we're really curious and anxious to understand more about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine which is one dose, because that will then give us the ability to vaccinate more people.
0: For the 65ers, it'll be eligible tomorrow. Can they sign up today or is sign up beginning tomorrow?
1: Nope, they can sign up today. We opened up my chart, which is how we've been registering um, folks and then scheduling their sex and, second dose. So we opened those late yesterday afternoon if you are a Hartford healthcare patient and have my chart we were sending out about 23,000 invitations across the system to those 65 and older.
0: And will we need to get a vaccine shot every year or is this a one and doneer?
1: So that's a great question and one we're trying to understand. So as we continue to get more and more data as, you know, nationally and internationally we're understanding the vaccine and how it works and with the new variant how how does that impact the efficacy and the, you know of this vaccine itself so at this point we don't know if we can get what we call herd immunity which is where we have enough of the population who have received the vaccine and have immunity against COVID That will impact um, our ability to um, um, hopefully not require a vaccine every year. But we just don't know yet, Wayne. The data is, we just don't have enough data to make that call yet.
0: And then uh, getting away from the vaccine and COVID topic, are there any other updates you want to give us about Wyndham Hospital?
1: So I'm up to you know get some you know we're doing some really terrific work with the with the prevalence in the community and the need for critical care beds. You know our COVID patients who do come to the hospital are sicker, um, but we have some new drugs which um, when patients come to the emergency room, if they aren't sick enough to be um, admitted, there are some new drugs that we're able to give. On monoclonal antibodies um, on an outpatient basis that prevent hospitalization and sort of stem the course of the disease so that their conditions don't worsen. So we're bringing that to Wyndham. We're creating that um, capability. We're training the staff now and have availability of that drug. It's a very fancy name: um, and We are so we're excited to bring that to our community. It's currently. Um, as patients come in and are evaluated, we are administering it at, at Bacchus. It's the resources that we need. We need to train the nurses, and it's given in the emergency um, room under the supervision of physicians. So it's creating that capacity and resource, but we're finishing that plan now. So we're excited about that. Um, we're about to um, install a CT camera at Wyndham Hospital, which is an advanced um, technology Um, that supports our heart patients to really do it for diagnosis and treatment of um, cardiovascular disease. We have Go Red for Women on Saturday, and we're doing it virtually, which is very exciting. Please go to the website and sign in. It's always a fun event for women and some men in the community. It's typically done at Wyndham Hospital, but we're doing it remotely this Saturday from 1030 to 1230. I think the one thing um, that's really important for the community to understand, um, we've been getting many transfers into Wyndham from across the East region in Hartford Healthcare. And we've improved our capacity to keep, um, you know, higher acuity patients and ventilated patients in Wyndham. So in the month of December, 32 patients were transferred into Wyndham. So really healthy, good, strong, Um, care being delivered, as always, at Wyndham Wyndham Hospital.
0: And what is the status of and the future of the OB unit?
1: Thank you. That's just where I was going next. So we are, um, you know, this continues to be a very emotional and difficult um, issue in our community. Um, We are awaiting um, our, you know, CON hearing with the Office of Health Strategy continue to work with our community, but the important matter and facts, and it's really about factual data, um, is that, you know, since, you know, last June, we have um, transferred um, and cared for. Um, 49 women who are patients in the women's health service and receive prenatal care and postpartum care and pediatric care at Wyndham Hospital. Some by ambulance, others we provide transportation for. With absolutely incredibly um, coordinated care, and our patients are getting just outstanding care um, with the plan that we have. So. We're awaiting the final outcome of of our CO1 application and continue to invest in expanding women's health services um, at Wyndham Hospital. So I, you know, we, I asked if we could just say a few words about this because I had a great meeting last week with the, you know, really strong community leader, Bruce Johns, who was, who was doing a concert that night really to raise awareness about this issue. And the community is really mourning the loss of this this interruption of delivering babies at Wyndham Hospital. But the facts are very clear. And so I I want to thank Bruce for his understanding and listening to the facts and really believing that this is a better um, system of care for for Wyndham patients.
0: Donna, thank you for the update. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to speaking with you again.
1: Great. Take care, and thank you for having me, as always, Wayne.
0: That's the president of both Wyndham and Bacchus Hospitals with Hartford HealthCare, Donna Hanley, on 14 WILI Willimatic and 95.3 FM.